What's up, everybody? We're back, week two, NFL picks. I'm going to get this out of the way. Not happy with week one. Joey's very happy. I'm happy. I already came out on Twitter and showed my discomfort. What's what I'm looking for? My anger. I'm just going to use a simple one. My anger with four teams in specific that blew games late that really could have changed the nature. That's part of the game, though. Good teams finish, bad teams blow leads, and don't don't call timeouts when you have three of them within the last minute at Vic Fangio. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, Joe, I'm sure you're feeling feeling pretty mighty right now. But go ahead. I mean, I would have much rather had luck in my fantasy games than have luck picking these games because ultimately we're, we aren't betting money on these, me and you. But feels good to win something. But I'd much rather have Saquon not rush for six yards. Then get, I would rather get all these games wrong, and he he runs for 200 yards. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. But a win's a win's a win. 11 and five, pretty impressive. Not gonna lie. Some would say handicap. I might get in the business. I don't know. Got a bunch of phone calls. Vegas wants me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. A little bit different when you put true odds to it, though. <laughs> yeah, still still picking right. <laughs> Whatever. I was trying to salvage myself by um going through the games and, like, adding the spreads to them. So I was like, oh, this game would have covered. This game would have covered. So I think I would have ended up, like, uh, like 10 and 6 or something like that, 11 and 5 if I bet against the spread, which would have been great. But that's not how we do it here at the Sunday Sauce. NFL picks. So I got to accept it. I got to move on. I got to be ready to, to roll week two. And you have to be ready to repeat. That's why we have 16, 17. Right. I will say I feel much worse about this slate than, than week one. I, for some reason, that board came, came clear into my head. This one was a little more foggy, but I think I feel – I feel all right, but the games that I know I feel, I, I feel good about, but there's like a handful of games I kind of just guessed and I just picked a team because I had no feel for it, and we'll, we'll get into it. I think the first game, the first game is one of the ones I said, all right, I'll just guess. Yeah. Before, well, before I get in the first game too, like I made sure last night – I was like locked in, and I looked on the on our sheet, and you hadn't you hadn't put your picks in yet. Like, all right, I want to put all my stuff in before Joey gets there. I don't want any bias. I don't want any second thoughts. I'm going to what I think. So I, I grinded it out. I'm more confident this week than I was last week. That means nothing, but free <laughs> Sunday it means something. So we'll get right into it though. Thursday night, we have the Cincinnati Bengals. At the Cleveland Browns, Joey, I'll let you kick it off. Like pop up the spreads real quick, just just for those. Yeah, I mean, I'll say this. Well, first of all, I mean, I'm sure we'll get into more on our on our actual pod on Sunday. But apparently, OBJ is getting shocked by the Browns. I don't know. The drama does not stop in Cleveland. Um, but I'll say for this game, I really think that the, the the Bengals can win this game. I think Joe Burrow looks fine in his first game ever. I think he looks obviously wasn't like great, but I think he's a very manageable quarterback for what he is right now in the NFL. The Browns, the Browns better win this game. I don't know if they're going to. I'm, I'm going to pick the Browns here. I think this is a game to like, honestly, probably save like save their franchise. If they go down 0-2, losing like, like getting their ass busted by the Ravens, and if you if you lose to the Bengals with a brand new quarterback, literally me, there's guys like me and you on the offensive line. No one's blocking for Burrow. If the Browns somehow lose this game. I don't know. I just I wouldn't even want to be have any association with the Browns organization. You have a first overall selected quarterback, two stud receivers, two stud running backs, a good tight end. 
Like they, they have to, they, they have to, it's got to come to fruition at some point, but I don't know, man. I think if they lose this game, you got to blow it up, get everyone off that team, blow the whole team up. If you, if you go 0-2 with this roster on offense, blow it up. You suck. So I'm going with the Browns solely for the fact that I think the Browns is like a must win. And it's weird saying that in week two, but like, I don't know, man. How, how, much, how much more can they just lose with the same team before it's a problem? I agree with you. So I don't know if I would blow it up, but I think you do have to look at Baker Mayfield because yeah. he's the dude getting the ball to the people that are the studs. And OBJ is a perfect example. He had 10 targets and two receptions. So he did I'm drop a couple, sure though, OBJ but either way. dropped eight balls, and I'm, that must mean a lot of them weren't catchable. I didn't watch every second of the game, but at some point, like, it has to be, okay, is, is Baker actually not that good of a quarterback? He had a good initial year. He came in year two. Teams made adjustments. He struggled. Yes, he had some coaching changes, but at some point, like, it's on yeah. you. Now, you're now a veteran in this league. So, my point, and I'm on Cleveland too, and sometimes teams that don't deserve to win are going to win, and teams that deserve to win, maybe like the Bengals after the game they played last week, minus the final kick, doesn't they don't win. So, yeah, I mean, the Browns uh, – the Browns have to win this game. I think they have to win this game big too. They have to like assert themselves, like, "Hey, we aren't, we we, we aren't chumps." Right. You know, they, they kind of are, but they have to say, like, "Hey, we're not like we're not as bad as everyone's saying." And it's the prime game to do that. Rook, new QB again, a, a head coach that and that no one really knows what his like identity is. He got with the Bengals, so it's like forever a game to get to get a win, pat some stats, go up big. This is the game. And if they don't again, if they don't do that, I don't, I'd be I'd be worried about the Browns if they, if they go down 0-2. But, but I'm, I'm going Cleveland. I think they're I, – they, I just – they have so much pressure to win. I think they're, they're going to, I think. Yeah. Oh, I, they, I mean, they, Cleveland showed us literally nothing last game. But no. Because this is a completely different defense and not Baltimore. Baltimore two-headed monster with their offensive defense that they can do something here. But we'll move on, both on Cleveland. Jacksonville – oh, by the way, Cleveland, as, as the time of recording – um, Cleveland is a six-point favorite. So I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet a penny in the Browns till I know what the hell they were. Me either. They're but so not, like they're just they're, they're so lost right now. I, I don't know. I think head up they'll win. I don't know about anything about the spreads or anything. Yeah. Jacksonville at Tennessee. Tennessee a nine-point favorite at the time of recording. I. I shouldn't have to think here, in my opinion, but I do have to because the I think we have to think now. They Jack, I don't know if it's just Minshew or the team as a whole, but they're in full boycott the tank mode. They don't want to tank. These That's all are, him. We're, yeah, we're, I think like, they love him, and I love him. I love him, too. I mean, yeah, you, how can you not? The dude's a six-round pick playing his ass off, just rocking a handlebar mustache and flow, just free-slinging it. Like, he's a beast, but – from a Jags player standpoint, I understand. It's like, hey, we didn't come play in a pandemic to, to tank. So Mm-mm. they played their asses off against Indy last week. Despite being outgained, they did force turnovers, and they capitalized on those turnovers. But in my opinion, and here's why I'm taking the Titans, like, yes, it seems like the Jags are motivated to not tank, but the Titans have a whole new tier of motivation. Their motivation is to prove that they weren't a one-hit wonder. They weren't a half right. playoff wonder. They're a different level of motivation. And to prove that they are that not one-year wonder, 
one playoff wonder. They have to win games like this. Great teams take care of business against teams like this, regardless of how good they played, the Jags played last week. So I'm going to go with Tennessee. They, they, they looked pretty solid against Denver. And Denver was out without Von Miller, and they arguably shouldn't have won that game if, if timeouts were called. But the game still played on, and they ended up winning. So it's a big win going in Denver, regardless of fans. But to my earlier point, I think they're on a dif- different level of motivation. And I'm riding, I'm riding, I'm riding Minshew Mania, bro. I don't know. I, really? So first and for, oh, I'm, I'm riding Minshew Mania. First and foremost, my brain is telling me, like, obviously, obviously everyone, knows, everyone knows the clear pick is Tennessee. They are a good team. They didn't look great against Denver, but there's, I mean, they have, they have solid pieces on both ends of the ball. I think Rabel's a good coach. But, dude, oh, first and foremost, the reasons why I'm picking the Jags. The AFC, these AFC South games, I feel like are always so weird. They are. I think this is a, this is a prime. This, is a, this, this game's going to be like 17 to like 13 or something dumb like that. And I think the Jags can win a game like that. And to your point about tanking, I think the NFL, while, yes, teams, I think, do try to tank or have tanked, I think it's the hardest sport because you have so many guys on that roster who like, aren't always all bought into the message of like, the GM or the front office and what they want to do. Like, there's guys that are fighting for a spot on any team, let alone the one that, that they're already on. And, you know, those guys who are, like, you know, 51, like, or like really towards like the end of the roster on, those, on the, on the uh, main rosters, they don't want to go 0-16 and lose, and lose their job next year. They don't want to do that. I agree. So, I think, I think Minshew is the guy, like, dude, Ramsey quit on them and got quit. Uh, all their key guys in defense, like, oh, this team sucks. I want to get off this team. Fournette quits on them. Kind of. I mean, I think that was weird. He had a great year last year, and I think them cutting him was uh, – there had to be back and forth. I don't know how you would just cut a guy who finished, like, top ten rushing last year. There's something going on. There was, there's something going on back. I think with like, Fortnite, I think it was, it was like, a, like, a mutual, like, give me the – like, give me off this team. You don't want me. I don't want you. Let me go kind of thing. Because he played great, and you wouldn't just cut a guy like that. So, they've had all their best players quit on them. And I think Minshew was like, yo, like, I'm here. Whoever else is here with me. Like we're gonna win some football games, and I don't think Tennessee. I think Tennessee is good. I don't think they're like that team. It's like, oh, this is a lot. Like Tennessee, you know, they're guaranteed to win. I think they aren't there yet. So, I don't, dude, I'm thinking like low scoring, like fumbles, like picks. I think I think the Jags win like one of the grossest games of the year. I can see. I can see Jackson will win this game. Obviously, Tennessee has upper hands. If the game does get sloppy, uh, then you just turn on and feed your horse Derrick Henry forty times, and he'll run for two hundred plus yards. So. I think the advantage lies with Tennessee, but my my gut is saying don't don't doubt Minshew because he has the most overused word with him is Moxie, but it's so true. Like he just has the like mojo, like yeah, like I don't care. I'm gonna swing it. We win, we win. We lose, we lose. I'm going Jacksonville. I'm riding the wave. I like Minshew, so that's hard for me to even trash you for that pick. And again, brain is saying Tennessee. My gut is saying Minshew. Yeah, it's going to have to be an ugly game for them to win. Cause oh, yeah. I think, I mean, yeah, I mean Tannehill, Tannehill ain't, ain't pretty either. It's, it's two two quarterbacks who have kind of just, like, wing it at the time they're out there, so. Yeah, AFC South football is. <laughs> those, those, those are the greasy time. games. Every time it's ugly. But if this, if this game was on Thursday, I almost I almost might go lock it a week with Jacksonville. If this game was on Thursday night. You oh wearing the puke, the puke brown jerseys at the color rush? Dude, back to the oh yeah, the the mustard yellow versus the, oh. like the, the powder blues when they. Yeah. I feel like this game. I don't know how this game is not on Thursday, but if it was, I I would lock in Jacksonville. But 
Sunday we'll get a little leeway with, with Tennessee, but still going Jacksonville. All right. Moving on. Speaking of another fucking stanker, Giants yeah. and Bears. I hate the Bears, first and foremost. They're minus five and a half. Um, not because I'm a Packers fan, mm. Bears, but because of how damn lucky they got last week. I don't like that line. I don't like it either. And it would be different if the Lions won. I tell you that right now. But DeAndre Swift had – They did win. It was, it was so stupid. He had uh, soapy hands and uh, dropped the ball. So the Bears won. They're 1-0. Everyone's back in love with the Bears again and Mitch Trubisky. He actually played pretty well, not going to lie. Um, but I, I, I hate the media. I'll let you finish up. Yeah. Uh, I'm also on the Giants' side. Like, I, I don't know how much you watched the game, but Danny Dimes looked good. Outside of the weird goal line throw, throw it up in the air when they were actually in the game, like, he looked solid. He ran the ball. He threw the ball well. God bless him. The offensive line is non-existent. It's like a JV squad out there. But he can run it, he can sling it, and he'll take the next step. But I, I, I feel bad for him because he went against a very good Steelers defense, and now he has to go against Khalil Mack and that front seven, and against that O-line can get beat up again on short rest. I, Saquon couldn't do anything last game, and it's the, Dude, uh, it's the copy and paste defense, essentially. In the front I, I, think, I don't think so. I, I, did, I, just, I don't think so. I, 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 think, think, I think Pittsburgh's in a, in a class of their own. Uh, uh, as compared to the Bears, I think the Pittsburgh's defense is way better than, than Chicago's. I, I do from like the, the 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 back end or the the safeties and corners, D backs. But like on the front seven, you have Klomak. He counts as two dudes. Like he's still there. Like that's that's not no. to go against. And I don't know. You're not playing on the on the MetLife turf. You're going to play on the grassy Soldier Field. That's where they're familiar. So you going to Chicago? I'm going to Chicago. I hate, it hurts me anytime I bet on any NFC North team besides the Packers, but I have to do it, and I'm going to do it this week because they didn't play bad football, and the Giants played pretty bad football, and it's not getting any easier on the road. Yeah, the Giants aren't good. Let's get that straight. But I'm going to say this right now. Mitch Trubisky fooled a lot of people. I'm not fooled on by Sunday. Him. No, I know. No, I'm talking about using like mainstream media. Yeah, I'm not – don't don't give that – They've been they've been dragging, dragging this guy's name through the mud about how he might as well just throw left-handed and so bad. Like, people on go, will go on TV and just try to ruin Mitch's life. All of a sudden, everyone's back on the bandwagon. Oh, Mitch looks really good. Is he back to the old ways? Like, no, 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 no. He ain't going to fool me. Mitch Trubisky – Say what you want. I mean, I don't want to just bash him. As, I mean, I think there's a lot of reasons why the, why the Bears are bad. He's obviously the biggest part of it. I don't think he's that good. Put it really – again, Detroit's defense kind of fits the same thing where I was saying about Miami. Like, they get a lot of talk and praise for really for no reason because you would think they're going to be good. Like, you, you can't lose Darius Slay, your, your best defensive back, and then NBA good defense. That's a very big hole to fill. So – I don't know. I don't think them be they, – they should have lost to the – I mean, they, they lost that game. The Lions lost that game. They should have easily won that shit. So, either way, I think the Giants have some good pieces. I don't think Saquon's going to go out there and rush for six yards again. That's not going to happen. I think they're going to feed him early and often. I, and I, also, I love, I love Darius Slayton. I think Darius Slayton's a good receiver. I think he's emerging as like a – Kind of like hopefully a household name at some point. I don't think he's that good yet. I think he can be. Is that your fantasy team? Is that why you like him? Yeah, kind of. But 
Yeah, he puts up he puts up good numbers. I, he's very he's very streaky, but I think he's a good receiver. And I don't know this game to me just reads. I think this game is a this reads to me a Giants win. And I don't know. And back to your point, I I really think Pittsburgh's a brick shit house this year. I think their defense well, is way better than Chicago's. I know, but I did, I don't know. I think. And I, I took the Giants last week. I was the, I was upset pick. I really didn't think – I thought Big Ben was going to come out shaky, which he did for a quarter, and then they just found their stride. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't see Trubisky repeating that performance. Again, the Giants' defense isn't, isn't anything special. They aren't that good. I mean, I'm not saying that, but it's still Trubisky. He's still himself. He's not going to go out there and throw for 303 every game. That's That was a rarity. And, again, they they should be all in one. That's – if the Bears were all in one, I would pick the Giants even more. But I think, I think the Giants still win this game. I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not sold on Chicago yet. Yeah. I mean, I'm going, I, Gi- I'm going Giants. I'm just riding. I'm riding the motivation wave after they came back. I mean, they looked like crap the first three quarters. They came back late and won very luckily. But like that that mojo, I, I think my opinion can, can lead in this victory off a short rested Giants team. But we will go to Atlanta. At Dallas, this is this is a this is a tough one in my opinion. We have look any game that Atlanta's playing is like it could go either way. No, because <laughs> every game they play, everyone they play, they do not have an identity. They have a Swiss cheese defense. They have Matt Ryan who slings it. Good receiving core. You have really good. Matt Ryan be good. Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan threw for the coolest four fifty no. in NFL in NFL history. I literally looked at the stats just going through. I'm like, wait a minute. Everyone's talking about Russ. But Matty Ice just threw for four fifty. Bro, I was like, I was like, I was like eight beers deep, eight beers deep watching Red Zone, and I just hit like the you know today's leaders, Matt Ryan four fifty. I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I didn't even notice, but I let you go ahead. But yeah, I mean, Matty Ice clearly showed you that the Seattle secondary, regardless of who they signed, is not the Legion of Boom anymore. Or it's just the ATL receiving core is that nasty. Could have been a mix of both, but both. I do think they have a very good receiving core. I, I just – I have Gurley on my fantasy team, so I, I hope he does well, but I'm not sold in that run game yet. And as similar to what you were talking about, the Browns, this is my – that's my take on Dallas. Like, I know they have the Rams yeah. last week, so I can't say, hey, that was a must. That should have been a win because it shouldn't. It was a great game. But – this you have you gotta capitalize on these games. They've been talked about. They've been talked up in the off season. Mm-hmm. and talked up as wanting his money, and yeah, I think he's gonna prove it. I think they can feed Zeke here to make Atlanta stack the box, and it'll open up over the top for Dallas. I can also see Atlanta just blow their doors off and and throw for a million yards like Matt Ryan can do. But I think Dallas is gonna be hyper focused here. I know that, that the Rams gained a lot of yards in them last week, but they, they have a stout, clearly a stout red zone defense when it counts because it was a low-scoring game. So, like I said, looking to pound Zeke early and then open it up, get CeeDee Lamb a little more involved. Uh, not surprised Mike McCarthy couldn't figure out, you know, the late game game flow once he was going well. You know, good job, Mike. <laughs> don't have a job in your band anymore. But I'm going to go Dallas here. I can see the other way, which kind of scares me because I – Yeah, I – but, I totally guessed in this game. I mean, I, I literally would not be surprised however this game finished. A blowout either, either way or a close game either way. But I think we're both on the same page. I think Todd Gurley is going to be the talking point for Atlanta's offense the whole year. If he can run for like 80 or like, like a buck 20, somewhere in that range with a touchdown and a couple of receptions, if he can get in, into a flow 
with this offense and Matt Ryan throwing for 350, 400 yards a game. Julio and Ridley are disgusting, proven. Obviously, Julio is one of the best ever. And Ridley, a very good receiver in the league right now. And Russell, I mean, Russell Gage is up and coming too. Like, I know he's not talked about because they have two studs, but he had 100 yards receiving there again, and he's up and, and dude, I for a Dallas defense that got kind of talked up, and I kind of bought into it a little bit too, Dallas let up 150 yards on the ground to a very inexperienced uh, Rams backfield. And overall, over four, there was like, I think it was like 428 yards they gave up, or, or 425, somewhere in that range. 420-plus yards total. They ain't gonna win many ball games, mm-hmm. so and that's not that's not a knock. Like saying, I mean, I think the Rams' offense is good, but I don't think they're as good as Atlanta's. So if Matt Ryan, if if Jared Goff can throw all over the Dallas defense, I mean, that means Matt Ryan can do just that much more. So I don't know. I think I don't I don't think Matt Ryan can win this game by himself. I think they have to get Gurley involved, whether it be in the pass game or rushing. But I don't know. I just I think Dallas's defense is overrated and do. I think Sean Lee is out for six weeks. He's out already. Um, so, I mean, he's a big cog in their linebacking core. But, I don't know, I think if Gurley gets hot in this game, I, kind of, I mean, I said, this, I said about the, the, the game versus Seattle, too, that if Gurley plays ball, they'll probably win. He didn't really play that great against Seattle. But, I don't know. I think if they can, if they can get Gurley running next to Matt Ryan doing what he's doing right now, I mean, I don't, know, I don't see how Dallas can beat them because I don't think their offense can go pound for pound right now because they didn't look that sharp against uh, the Rams. I mean, but the Rams' defense is very stout, but – I wasn't like, oh my god, the Cowboys' offense is so good. Like they were solid, but they weren't like anything crazy. So, I just think the Rams' secondary can mask a lot of good things teams can do, and I don't think Atlanta has that secondary to shut them down. So that's why I think I'm I'm going with Dallas. I'm leaning, leaning towards them. It's, it's just, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Atlanta. Banking on I'm gonna bank on Gurley again, running for like 80 or a buck with a touch with a touchdown or two. I think if that happens and Matt Ryan does his thing, I don't know. I like Atlanta's chances. All right. So, Joey's got Atlanta. I got Dallas. For you betters out there, line as of right now is minus four and a half. And Dallas, again, another weird spread. But moving on to Denver at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is seven and a half point favorites. Big Ben stuck it to me last week. Uh, I, I love Big Ben. I just thought maybe he'd start out slower. It's been a year since he's thrown. Who knows what shape he's in year by year. It seems like he packs in the pounds. But he did lose a few. He looked a little shaky in the first quarter. Turned it up after that. I've learned my lesson. Uh, the defense just looks stupid. You shut down one of the greatest running backs in the league to 16 yards. I mean, I, I feel like Joey could have ran for 16 yards in this game. Hey, Ben did. Yeah. Big yeah. hey, Ben outran Saquon. <laughs> Wild. But I don't really have much more to say than, like, the shaky run offense from – from Denver. I mean, I don't think Melvin Gordon is. Yeah, is that's just, that's just, that's yeah, Melvin Gordon is either 100 yards and two touchdowns or 10 yards. He is one of the most – like, people don't understand. Like, he's the most inefficient runners that there is. Like, he does not – he just gets – he got fed a lot in L.A. And he was a great yeah. – back Came like 30, like 30 carries a game. Yeah, he was under four yards a carry. I, I – I, no, no Cortland Sutton, again, for, for Denver. I know fans solid. and That's bad. Sutton's, Sutton's really good, though. And also, Vic Fangio, I'm not going to bet on you again this week. After yeah. you literally, it literally had three time. I'm going to go off really quick. He had three timeouts with a minute 18 left when they got that, when Derek Henry rushed that first down. And he did not use a single one. And his excuse was, oh, I was, I was too busy thinking about the next play. You're the head. How about, how about you call a timeout and think about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, make it easy, bro. 
You are one of 32 people who have an IHL coaching job in the entire world. You should never, ever, 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 ever make that mistake. Ever. Therefore, I'm going to Pittsburgh. I mean, I, all right, so I was I thought Pittsburgh, I thought this was going to be their team last year. If they didn't play last year and they were healthy, I think they were going to be this good last year. The defense is – it reminds me, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a team that it's similar to, but they just – they're a very opportune defense. They make they get turnovers, which is is obviously very good. But when you have a a good offense to pair off of that, you automatically putting Big Ben in a good spot in the field. Because if you're getting picks and fumbles more often than not, you might be on the other team's side of the field. So if you get Big Ben fifty or less yards to work with, with again Connor's hurt, but I think Snell's a fine replacement. I think Snell can do it. You ran for a buck thirteen when uh, Connor went out anyway. Juju looks great. Uh, they got Washington in the end with um, I think their guy's name. Was it Johnson? Deontay Johnson, I forget. I forget his name. They have good guys in the field. And I don't know. I think with I think this defense that is like their goal is to either get a pick or get a fumble or even score themselves. That pair up with the with the very, very experienced and a proven winning quarterback in Big Ben. I think Pittsburgh's a wagon this year, barring injury. And I don't I don't think Denver has really any Nothing that Denver is doing, I think, threatens that what the what the Steelers already have established. Like Melvin Gordon does not scare me. Corlin Sutton is a very good receiver. If he plays, I think you can. He'll be. He'll, be a, he'll, he'll get his. He'll get you know seven or eight catches. But other than that, I don't know. And and I to boot on the other end without Von Miller, I think the Denver defense lost kind of its identity and not only as captain, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Guys like Big Ben, like that, again, those experienced winning quarterbacks like that, obviously the Brady's, the Breezes, you play defense that are kind of, you don't really know what they are. They, again, they lose their leader, their captain. That's those guys pick apart and they make, they expose you for what you lost. So I think Pittsburgh wins this game easily and they're at home. I, I, I don't know. I don't think Denver has a chance in this game. Yeah, I really don't either. Moving on, though. Both on pit. Minnesota. And Indianapolis in Indy. This is a weird game. Colts by a field goal. Both teams coming off shaky losses, especially Indy. And I'm very, very angry at them. I had a big, big, big survivor pool. It was like a hundred of us. And I took Indianapolis. I took the Bills in my other one. I should have taken the Bills in both times since 2020. But I, I really can't believe how much of an egg they laid against a team that was, let's quote, tanking. And – I don't know if they just weren't motivated, which I find hard to believe because Frank Wright's a very motivational guy, it seems to be, from, from what you see over the last year or two of him coaching. But Minnesota did look explosive against Green Bay, who some people think they have a good defense, some people they don't. I personally, as a fan, think they have a pretty solid defense, especially corner, corner-wise, and they still had some, some big chunk plays. Um, Marlon Mack also out now for Indy. I know Jonathan Taylor was phasing in as a starter anyway, and Naeem Himes looked good, so I'm sure they'll – they'll fit in fine, but yeah. it is a bit of a change. And um, I think Ngaku's going to get, get in the backfield a little bit and shake up Philly Riv. I'm still – this may be a little – I'm a salty – I'm salty at Indy pick. And, again, I'm taking another NFC North team, which is – this doesn't happen often, people, so I don't think it does. But I'm going to go with Minnesota on the road. I think Kirk bounced back. It is a 1 o'clock game, so this is you know, Kirk's prime time here. <laughs> I think he does it. Goes into Indy and gets a dub. And if they do, Indy. 0-2, no bueno. Yeah, I don't. This game, again, I'm kind of guessing on. I had really no 
you know, gut feeling for this game. Because both teams are in the exact same hole where unexpected down. I think I really think the consensus with that Minnesota had, I think, a pound for pound more complete team than Green Bay. Um, but obviously when you have a Rodgers playing like Aaron Rodgers, that kind of puts the kibosh on all that. So I think the teams are very similar. They both, again, this, this isn't a must win for them, kind of how I said it was for Cleveland, but obviously both teams want to get off the schneid and get a win. I don't know. For me, this game came down to who can, who can, who can go in the locker and rally the boys. And in that regard, I'm putting more money on Rivers than Kirk Cousins to get the team ready. Uh, I don't know. Everyone knows that Phil is, you know, the rambunctious guy who, you know, can get, can get, can get guys to play for. I'm not saying Kirk Cousins can't. Uh, but I think personality-wise, Rivers will, I think, will have more energy injected into the Colts for this game. Also, I mean, I think, I think the, the the Colts line is still very good, and they didn't play great against an offensive line. They didn't play great against Jacksonville, but that was, I think, that was like, that was like an all-time hindsight, like a trap game, like no training camp. Thought they had an easy win against again a crap Jacksonville team, and they kind of just came out and smacked them in the mouth. So I think they're going to come back ready. I think Frank Reich is a good coach. Um, because he I mean, did, did great things in Philadelphia and doing good things with the Colts too. So I don't know. I think this is a very, very evenly matched game that I'm leaning more towards Indy than I am Minnesota. So I'm gonna go with the Colts in this one. All right. With a shot, yeah, shocking Fire 0 2 Minnesota, which, yeah, I don't know. Crossfire battle number two for the boys. Moving on, Carolina at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay did not look good, and, and I will quote Joey Coffey because we got a little argument on Sunday. Tampa Bay isn't good, dot, 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 yet. Told you. Maybe not. Maybe not. I agree. There's, just, there's, just, there's too much going on with them. I also want people to realize that if you haven't already, that Tom just hasn't been Tom the last couple of years. Even when he, he, is, he is 41. <laughs> yes. Not taking away anything that Tom has done in his career. Uh, yeah. He's old. <laughs> Tampa is this year's Browns, where they were super hyped up in the offseason, rightfully so. On paper, they look wonderful. But Tampa, like, Tampa can't force Tom to chuck the ball down the field. Like, you have Ronald yeah. Jones, you have a young, good running back for a reason. Feed him. Make teams have to play up on you, and then there's your weapons downfield. And they're for that. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I should have grabbed off that, too. And you they got even, That was so stupid. I Tom, oh, oh, sorry, I'll let you finish. Yeah, Tom lives off the a dink and dunk to the running back, hit the slot receiver, which you saw. They got another random white, little white slot Scott, receiver. Scotty Miller. They're everywhere. Scotty. They're everywhere. But my point, like, they have to start doing that little stuff, and then the Godwins and the big Mike Evans big plays will start popping off. And I think this is a good defense to get that going against because Carolina's not good defensively. You saw them give up 30-plus against a Raiders team. And I just – I think it's a bounce-back game here, regardless of what people see, saw last game. The Saints are a very good team. And I was wrong. You were right last week. I, I took Tampa on a hunch, and you could tell that the Saints are on a different level, just playing differently, more more flowed together. Um, and I, I think this is a bounce-back for Tampa. Tommy gets back on track. Carolina just – they might play hard, but I don't know how well I am here. No, I agree. I, I, just, I think for a, a week one game – versus an already, like, extremely proven Saints team. That game, they, I, I really thought they had no chance. I thought it would be a, a worse beating than what it was. I really thought Tampa Bay – new quarterback, new tight end, new running back, new coach. Like, 
everything was so new and they had so many guys who like need the ball to be involved in the offense. There's way too much going on there for them to get a week one win on the road versus a very, very, again, probably the best team in the NFC right now, other than Seattle, I would say, at this point. So, but I think I agree with you. I think this is a huge bounce back game for Tampa. I'll keep it short and quick. Panthers have a new head coach. They have no Keekly, and Tom Brady's pissed off. They're going to get their shit pumped. I'm going, I'm going Bucks all day. Fair. Fair. Buffalo at Miami. In division game here, we have Buffalo going into Miami as six-point favorites. I don't really have much here. Dolphins didn't show me anything last week. I'm sorry, Fitzmagic. It's two a time. It's over. It's over. <laughs> I know you didn't have much time to repair, but just it's get two in there. It's time to see what, what we can do. I, I mean, the defense didn't look horrible. Then again, you were going against Cam, who hadn't played in a while, so it's hard to, to judge that. But literally, an entire, entirely new scheme for McDaniels. Yeah. It's a, a trial scheme for McDaniels, and it's still, and it worked. I think ath- athletically, the Miami can compete, but I think the Bills are at a point where you see Josh Allen. He's a threat. He's a dual threat guy. They got two running backs in the backfield. As I said before the season, Stephon Diggs, regardless of how much he catches in the game, he's going to open up John Brown every single game, and that's exactly what happened last week. John Brown's open all the time because everyone's worried about Diggs downfield. John Brown's a great route runner in the middle of the field. He catches the ball. He's always in the right spot, and Josh Allen loves him. So nothing more than that. I'm going with Buffalo again. I'm going to ride the hot hand. Uh, I don't think Miami's explosive enough, has enough of an offense to outdo their defense and then mm-hmm. offense. So. No, I, I mean, we, I said that last week. I think Miami's a bunch of frauds. I, I, don't, I don't know where everyone in the media got off on, like, giving them so much high praise. Like, I know that Flores is, like, a respected coach. They got – they annoy, yada, yada, yada. They signed a lot of free agents. They hadn't, they hadn't played a down of football. They didn't play a down of, like, good football in God knows how many years. Dolphins have been, been good. And all of a sudden, they were like, oh, like, they're a threat to the division. Like, no, like, listen, me and you aren't Bills fans by any means. Buff, this is Buffalo's division now to lose, unless unless Cam Newton was on some like miracle run, which he, he might this year. Um, but I, I I don't I don't get why the Dolphins got so much praise. I think this I think it's Bills by a billion. Although this game this game feels kind of trappy. If it was in Buffalo, it'd be a no brainer. But them going to Florida, I mean, I really I think the, I think the Bills are just literally just at every level of the game are a better team on all sides of the ball. At every position, so I think it's easy Bills win, but this game for some reason now to me feels very trappy. But it does. It, it oh, always. By the way, it always is in Miami. The Pats. It, it, out there, they, yeah. Yeah, the Pats. Yeah, the Pats, Jets, and the and the Bills. One game they're gonna go to Miami and just get torched for no reason. Like I don't care who's playing on the Dolphins. There's some juju down there in Miami. That one game when your division opponent comes down, you just destroy them. It's like. But, it's like going to Jacksonville too. You don't you don't think you have to be motivated, and then they'll just come randomly get. They, they'll randomly be motivated and play well, and then you lose. But yeah, I I, just, I don't know. I just think I don't think Buffalo is that team though. I don't think McDermott allows that in, in his. No, I, I I don't care what you say about how about Josh Allen's passing ability. The dude wins games. I don't I don't care how he gets it done. He wins the games. I couldn't care less how it looks. I think I think they'll win this game somehow. I think they'll beat Miami relatively easily. Hopefully. <laughs> All right, both on Buffalo. Next game, we have San Fran at the Jets, seven-point favorites. Good luck, Jets. I have yep. no analysis on that. No. <laughs> I told you last week I wasn't sold on Jimmy G yet, and it proved that they lost Arizona, which I was glad I got that one. But that's an angry San Francisco team coming off a division loss. 
I know they're coming across the country, but that's a very, very angry team coming across the country against the – I don't even know what you want to call it, Jets, right now. I think Sam no, – Sam Darnold looked like he went backwards last game. I, I don't understand Adam Gates is a, or is a coach in this league right now. People think he's some sort of quarterback whisperer, but they don't realize that when he didn't have Peyton Manning as a quarterback, like his team stunk. So, San Fran all day. Yeah, I don't want to waste time on this game. <laughs> if, dude, if the Niners lose this game, I don't know. They yeah. won't, though. There's, there's, there's no shot. Yeah. Get, the, get the boys ready, Shanahan. My God. Yeah. All right. Joey's favorite squad at home, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles against the L.A. Rams. L.A. Rams only a one-point favorite, which this does scare me a little bit because typically when someone sees that, you're like, oh, the Rams one point at Philly. Like, Rams all day. So it is worrying me a little bit. But I don't care if Philly's going to be at home for this one. They – they looked as bad as you could possibly look in the second half against the football team. They did. They're not, they're not less talented than the football team. They just no. played down <laughs> to their level. And I don't – and I have Carson in fantasy, so I was following that game very closely. And he had a great, in my opinion, first couple drives, even the first half. And he came out second half. In respect to the D-line of Washington, they came at him. They sacked him like eight times. You could tell Carson was under pressure because he threw a couple bad balls, a couple picks, a fumble, which – he does from time to time. And this Rams team is coming off a big W against the, the Cowboys, who are a consensus NFC champs, if you want to call them that, in the public. And they were underdogs at home, and now they're only getting one point going to Philly. I don't know who's blocking Aaron Donald in Philly, but your boy Lane Johnson, who you mentioned last week, definitely isn't blocking him because um, he's not going to be playing. So I'm on the Rams here. Well, he plays tackle, so he wouldn't block him anyway. I'm pretty sure Donald runs around the whole line like a madman. So he'd be he'd be kissing and hugging Lane if he was on the field. But I'm on the Rams here, man. If Philly does it, good for them. That's a big win. But I, I'm not sure how they're keeping up or who they're throwing to against that Rams secondary. The most important thing here has nothing to do with this game. The Philadelphia Eagles will play the Bengals next week. So. This is the game the Eagles will win. I'm telling you, if I know these, if I know the Eagles, they will somehow pull this game out of their ass, and they will most certainly, like without a doubt, lose to the Bengals next week. They will beat the Rams, a very good team, and they'll blow over the Bengals. So I'm, I'm picking. I'm picking the reverse, the reverse trap game. You're playing the really good team now. Oh no! Yeah, we're, the team yeah. Next instead of like we're hey, setting we're up the trap. We're okay. setting it up. Yeah. No. So this is the game. I can, absolutely, I, can, I can respect that. I can respect that. This is the game we have absolutely no business winning, but we're, we're at home. I know it's no fans. We're still we're, – we have the Philadelphia scumbag juju behind us to win this game. They will win this game. And I'm telling you right now, put in the future bet, if that's even a thing right now, for next week, they're going to lose the Bengals. But I'm going, I'm going with Philadelphia. I don't think Carson Wentz is going to let, let how he played continue. I still think he's a great quarterback. He has, to stop, he has to stop fumbling. He has to stop running into sacks. He, he, does, he has a bad habit of, like, of like moving without his line. Like, he moves, like, the opposite way that they move for some reason sometimes. Uh, if we get Miles Sanders back, we have a, an actual good running back back there to get some yards and take some pressure off him. Ertz and Goddard look good. Uh, I, think, I think we'll be okay this game. I'm already worried about the Bengals, though. We're going we're gonna to lose that game. All right, chucking that lump is an L. Because this, this, team, this team really – this team isn't that good. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna die for this Eagles team. They really aren't that great. 
the defense looked I mean, they played I don't know. I can't even say they because they lost they lost to Washington, but it was only what seventeen points or the hell it was twenty points. So I don't know, man. Just like don't allow ten sacks. Like just block like kinda. <laughs> just like kinda block. And I I think I, I think we're okay then. If they like throw a body or two in the way to like avoid one or two sacks, that's all we need. They're, I don't know. I'm going I'm going with the birds. All right. You do you. I'm doing me. Detroit at Green Bay. That's the last time that that's the last time I pick on my heart on the show. Because if they lose this game, no, I'll, I'll, if they lose this game, I'll pick them to go 0 16 this year. Really? Bro, if they go 0 2, I'm done with them. You you guys heard it here first. I don't I don't fight for bad football teams. They looked like they looked like absolute piss against the against Washington. It's a long season, man. Sometimes they have bad games. That happens. It happens. Yeah. Anyway, we'll let you get off that that little soapbox. I'm sorry that you're already that stressed out, but Detroit is going to Green Bay, the land of the Cheeseheads, my boys. They are six-point favorites at home, and I just want to start off by saying DeAndre Swift. I'm still mad at you. I've mentioned about ten times in the last four days, but I know you're a rookie, but you're a very highly talented rookie, and you're you're more talented than that drop pass. Don't let it define your career, but just know that you, yeah, I hope not. you lost me some money as well as this pick versus Joey. So I'm not going to pick the Lions, even though I do think they're a solid team. They're a little sleeper team. I'm not picking them to beat my pack. And, oh, boy, is Aaron Rodgers looking mighty, mighty good. Again, I know yeah. it's one game, but it's our job to overreact to one week just, just because it's where we are. And he said it on Pat McAfee's show, which I never even thought about. He's like, this is – this has been my favorite offseason yet, believe it or not. He goes, my arm hasn't hurt the entire offseason. I've had no preseason games, not overthrowing. Like, I feel as ready to go as I ever have. And once I heard that before last Sunday's game, that he came out and played like that and just backed up what he said, it's like, dude, like, all right. The, throw, the throws he had to Devontae and the end zone and just some yeah, of the – It was looking like, the it looking like the Aaron of old. So, I'm sticking with my pack again this week. Despite the Lions still I just I do think they're solid. I'll go out there and say that right now. I think they're gonna be solid, yeah. but not this week. Yeah, this game should be it should be a one and zero versus one and zero division matchup. I think Matt Stafford looked good. I think he played very well against the Bears. Mm-hmm. Um I I think the the Lions defense left a lot to be asking for. And again, Patricia who again gets all the clout for being like the f- defensive guy and all the all this other crap and again I don't. I, I hate. I hate when the media just like puts out all these false narratives about how like guys know what they're doing half the time. They just don't know what they're doing. Like the Lions' defense did not look good, and that was like the, that was like that was their like focal point for the year. But it did for a sack when they were up twenty three six. I know, but you can't you can't be blowing games to Mitchie T and the. I mean, the Bears' offense is, is, is abysmal, and they lost to them. So I, don't know, I, I think I think it's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be a great game. I really think Stafford's gonna go toe to toe with Rodgers as much as he can. Um, but I mean, I think though, I think if you get Devontae and Aaron Jones rolling, like how they were last week, I just, I don't know how Detroit can win, but I think it's going to be a close game in reality. And it's be a good quarterback duel, but it's, it's Aaron, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers. If he plays like he, like he did last week, they're, they'll beat, they'll beat most teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So I'm going, I'm going to go Green Bay. All right. Both on the Green Bay train. Next game, Washington football team at the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals, six-and-a-half-point favorites right now, coming off a 
big time W against San Fran. Washington also coming off a big time W against Philly. It's an intriguing matchup for me this week. You got a really good defensive line with Washington. You're gonna be chasing around Kyler all day. I, I I don't think this was a fraud win by Arizona. I was very confident in them coming into the season. I do think it's huge. They have Kenyon Drake in the backfield now Chase, to, to add in Chase Edmonds. They got DeAndre Hopkins, obviously, for a reason, and he got so good. <laughs> Houston's so stupid. Absolutely fed. So I'm so sorry for Houston. I'm, I'm, not, I'm sorry for the players that had no say in that, but they didn't have to travel far either, Arizona, last week. They just traveled to San Fran, so it's not like they had like, – had a big travel day. They got to, got home very quickly. They're going to be well-rested. They have more weapons than the Eagles do, in my opinion. And They have DeAndre Hopkins. That's all you need. Right. <laughs> and, like, it, not, now Washington has to come after a – like, sometimes those people underestimate those big wins for a team that shouldn't win that game. Like, that was a mini, like, playoff win for them because they're not think- expected to do anything. So now you're going to come across the country – against a team that just came off beating the Super Bowl runner-up. Like, it's a battle of, like, two teams, like, riding a very high wave. And I think there's less expected of Washington, and it's going to show this game. It's like, hey, you know, if we lose this one, like, we won last week in Philly. So, I know they're not doing that because they're playing the asses off of Ronda Bear, but just saying, like, that's how teams do operate sometimes, believe it or not. But I think Arizona's going to keep it rolling. Kyler's a different beast than Carson, I, I do believe, and so is DeAndre Hopkins. So. Wow. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Uh huh. You don't agree? No, but we'll get. I don't. I don't want to get into that right now. Similar to your point about, you know, those teams who shouldn't win, who who won, and they're getting and they get hot. I think it's. I think it has the opposite effect. I think the worst thing you can do is give a bad team confidence, and it's exactly what the Washington uh, football team has right now. I almost call them the Redskins. Um, they aren't good. Do not let them beating Philadelphia. Philadelphia is not good. Let's get that straight. They're an awful team right now. If they go into Arizona thinking they're hot shit, they're going to get pumped. Arizona just beat, again, you, you said it, like, the team that should have won the Super Bowl last year pretty much if Mahomes wasn't Mahomes. Like, they had that game locked up. I, really, I, think, I, think, this is an easy, I think this is like a reverse trap game. for like, I think anybody who's on Washington is a fool. Because there's no way they're going to go cross country and beat a team that has DeAndre Hopkins and the um, running backs that uh, Arizona has and Murray. So I think I think this game was easy. I, I mean, I think it's Arizona all day. Uh, I, I I don't think Washington has any reason to believe they're good. And I think they kind of believe they're good, and they are not. So I'm I'm riding Arizona easily in this game. I respect their thought. I think they're good. I do think Eli might even help Kyler in this game. Get him out of the pocket, and he's going to run around like guess, yeah. So teams, teams who teams who are legitimately bad, who think they're good, are not. That's that's that will work against them, because they aren't good. <laughs> so I don't know. I think, I think Arizona. I think Arizona blowout. The college is Joey Coffee. Baltimore at Houston, I believe, is our next one. Baltimore going in Houston is a touchdown favorite. It's pretty significant. I feel so bad for Houston, not only because of getting rid of Hopkins, but. You have to go against Casey in Baltimore in back-to-back weeks. That's that's a hell. That's a hell. <laughs> that's a big hey boys, no preseason games. By the way, we're facing Mahomes and Lamar in back-to-back weeks. Yeah. I I think that's. <laughs> I don't know if it gets tougher than that, but no. I think the game will be a little bit closer than than Kansas City. 
Houston, I, I sure hope so. They had an extra couple days to prepare because they had a Thursday night game, so they had a couple extra days to prepare. But obviously, Baltimore clicking all cylinders. They made both. They made Cleveland look like a, a college team. But I, I, I don't want to say I can see an upset happening here. I can see if Deshaun finds someone to throw to that they can hang around. But we're going with Baltimore here. Baltimore. I don't think Houston has a good team whatsoever. I love Deshaun Watson. He's a, he's a stud, proven winner, great quarterback. Love him. Outside of him, they stink. Will Fuller stinks. David Johnson stinks. He looked good, but it's David Johnson. He stinks. You cannot run your offense through a running back who has not played basically in the last two years. When you, are, when you had the best receiver in, in the world on your team. Bill O'Brien also, awful head coach. Terrible game management, terrible play calling. Terrible scheming for Watson's skills. Baltimore, Baltimore is an absolute wagon. I, the, the AFC North, well, basically just Baltimore and uh, Pittsburgh, are very, very good teams. Uh, I, and I, I, really, I really think outside of Miami, Houston is the biggest fraud in the NFL. Again, I don't know how anybody can think they're good. I think until they prove that they're a talented team with this new offense, I mean, I have no reason to ever trust in their ability to win a game when – Outside of Deshaun Watson, your best player is David Johnson, who again is injury prone. When he's healthy, isn't even that great. So, I think I think Baltimore's going to stop. I think it, this game could be worse than what KC did to them. Right. So I'm, I'm I'm riding Baltimore. I I I I'm so off Houston. It's not even funny. Yeah, it is sad. I feel bad for Deshaun because I do love Deshaun Watson. Oh, he's 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 an absolute bona fide stud. It just he has no coaching and he has no one to help on offense other than again an injury prone Johnson and Will Forrell who and Will Forrell was who is more injury prone and when he, and when he's healthy again isn't that good. All right, a few more games here. We have Kansas City at the Chargers, eight and a half point favorites. I said last week I don't know if Kansas City's going to lose again. It could be overreactionary, but this one's pretty simple for me. Uh, big time lucky win against the Bengals last week by the Chargers. Oh yeah. My boy Tyrod, who I do love, he didn't really do anything special. He basically just gave me. He made, made you look. He made us look pretty stupid because we kind of had his back last week, and he yeah. didn't. He didn't do good. He basically game managed, and they barely did anything against that Cincinnati team. Eckler was okay, but like you, you can't game manage against Kansas City. You have, you have to be able to push the envelope, or at least keep the ball in their hands and extend drives and punch it in the end zone. I don't think I don't think the Chargers are doing that this week. And Kansas City, like Houston, has an extra. Three, three or so days to prepare against not very diverse scheme and offense there in, 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 in L.A. So, Golden Casey, probably by uh, – I mean, Joe Burrow threw, I think, for like 183 yards, and they should have won that game. Uh, newsflash, Mahomes going to throw for 583 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if they don't have a plan to stop that, I mean, they're going to they're gonna lose by like 48 points. They're going to lose by – a lot of points because mm-hmm. the Chargers, the Chargers, I, I, I would, I'd argue the Chargers outside of the Jets last week, but week were the worst team in football. They look terrible, dude. You can't, you can't, you can't get handed a win from a team who has a brand new quarterback, a brand new coach. And you only won because their kicker had both of his calves like spaz out during the, during the game winning field goal. So I don't know. I think similar to the San Fran game, I mean, it's gonna be this is Chiefs by a hundred. Agreed. Agreed. 
Two more to go. Seattle at home against Cam Newland and the Pats. Four-point favorites are the Seahawks. Joey, we'll let, we'll let you kick off these last two. I know I've been right. a little bit of so, a surger here, but you, you go do your thing on these last two. My read on this game, oh, first I want to say Russell Wilson was the best quarterback in the NFL week one. I know Matt Ryan threw for a boatload of yards, but I think Russell Wilson, he, threw, he had three incompletions and four touchdowns. Might have been and, he one of, for, and he threw for like 340. Might have been one of his best games ever. It, it, uh, going, into, going into week two, I just like on a, a week-to-week basis, he's the best quarterback in the NFL like right now. Like obviously, I mean, Mahomes and Jackson are crazy, but like going into this game, he had the best game last week. This game to me, I think is perfect, like bulletin board material for Belichick to use. I don't, uh, so I'm, I'm going to go with Seattle. And the reason why is I think this is the game, obviously at some point the Pats have to lose. And I think this is the game to kind of, to get them to get some motivation that, you know, the, you're the Patriots, yes, but like now you're vulnerable. You don't have Brady to bail you out of these games that are going to be tight. Like I'm not, I'm not knocking Cam Newton, but. They have a whole new, brand new scheme, and it's a physical scheme, like a run-first scheme, which I think is kind of tailored to what Seattle's defense is good at. Like, because Jamal Adams is more so, I feel like a like a run, like a run, um, crashing safety, and he's like a pass, like a passing safety to guard a defense. So I think with the more physical defense, I think that gives Seattle a big leverage and a big hand up versus the Pats. Because right now, what the Pats show us, and I know Belichick is no like game to game. And McDaniels and like they, they can scheme game to game, but what they show us that right now they're they're a run first team, which is not a bad thing. But I think versus Seattle it is, and I think there's too many question marks on who's going to be the like the main receiver for the Patriots. So I think without an established passing attack to go off the run, I think I think with the way Wilson's playing, and I think Seattle's defense can bounce back from kind of a shellacking versus Atlanta, and I think I think all the signs point towards Seattle. And I think the Pats almost need to lose this game to kind of figure out who they are and let Belichick, like, give the guys some fuel to then, like, progress through the year. So, I'm going Seattle. I'm on the same boat as you. Um, one of these times when I bet against Bill Belichick, I'll actually win. Last week was another time I went against him with the Dolphins and didn't win. I, that was stupid. But, anyway, I believe it's going to be this week that I win against Bill for the first time in a long time. Seattle – is a tough place to go to, in my opinion, regardless of fans or not. And they're a different animal, different beast than the Stinky Dolphins. I mean, they didn't show a lot, Seattle, in terms of secondary last week, but I don't think New England's that team that's going to come sling the pill across the field. They didn't yeah, do yeah. Cam was running it. They used multiple running backs. They didn't take shots downfield, which I think that's what you got to do, clearly, against the Seattle team to, to beat them. So I think – Matchup-wise, it's a good spot for Seattle. They can stack the box. They can force – they can hit Cam a lot. Cam gets hit a lot, and it, it does worry me because he got hit a ton again last game. Um, but to your point, no disrespect to Kings again. Coming off of his injury and playing like that last week, like, didn't show any fear. But I, I just think it's too much. Too much firepower in Seattle. Too much going on in that front seven to, yeah. to have New England. And not to mention, again, their defense still has a lot of like, – again. The Patriots still have, like, they're missing, like, their five, like, key cogs on defense in terms of guys who quit for um, COVID. So, I mean, this is going to be their first true test of, like, okay, we're facing an MVP quarterback. Like, what the hell are they going to do versus him? And I, I'll take Russell Wilson versus a depleted defense any day. I don't care what team it is. Mm-hmm. If you're missing, like, your three or four, like, linebackers and a couple of guys in the D-line and you're playing Russell Wilson, who's 
literally on fire. Like he's like he cannot miss. I'll I'll bet on Russ all day. Feel you on that. On the same page. All right, final game. Monday night football, the Saints, five-and-a-half-point favorites at the Las Vegas Raiders. Allegiant Stadium will be rocking with nobody in this building. <laughs> It'd be cool to see, though, pumped to, pump to watch this happen in this glorious stadium. But It looks sick. I mean, okay, so I'll say this right now. I think this game's going to be way closer than anybody thinks. I think everyone's saying, obviously, a Saints dog fest. They're just going to blow them out. But obviously, a big kicker here is no Michael Thomas. But I don't think it really matters that much in this game. I, I, I still like the Saints. I mean, it's New Orleans Saints. I think the most important thing was their defense made Brady look like an idiot. He did not play good. They shut the run down. Mike Evans had one catch last game. So if the Saints only have to worry about really pretty much Josh Jacobs and maybe containing Darren Waller, outside of that, yes, Ruggs showed some flash, but he's probably, I think he's banged up. I don't know if he's playing or not. I think he's questionable right now. So I don't think – the Raiders right now have the wideout threats to really like threaten a, uh, a a very good Saints defense. Now led by Malcolm Jenkins again in the safety. So Josh Jacobs is a very very good player. He's a very good running back, and I wasn't that high in him last year. But I mean, the fact that he played great last year and this year is already off to a crazy start. I think Vegas has some pieces going in the right direction, and they're a decent team. But I think every year everyone forgets the Saints. Or the Saints are legit and established perennial team to win it all they are a favorite almost every year to win it all they are always good and this year is no different i know they're banged up breeze looks kind of old he didn't look great against tampa but i don't know i i'll, t- I'll take sean payton kamara breeze and jared cook versus you know an average raider defense versus Derek carr i mean i do think vegas can go in a good, a good direction this year but i think this game is prime time i think i think it's saints all day but in a very close game I like where you're coming from, and I, I spent this entire time still hadn't picked a team to win. I have no idea who I'm picking still, but I think I'm gonna go with Vegas. Wow! And it has I wanted to. Do, I, it has I, I, didn't, to do I couldn't with, convince myself to go Vegas. I know, and this has nothing to do with going against you, but my thought process in here. Here's two points. One. I was thinking about it from a standpoint of, like, this is Vegas' first game in their new stadium. They're going to be so emotionally, like, ready to play. Maybe too emotionally ready where they're just, like, they blow they blow it too early, their emotions too early. But then again, I'm like, you know, there's no fans in the building to, like, give that extra aura. So my other thought was, all right, well, when's the last time Drew Brees hasn't had the safety net of Michael Thomas? I know they have other weapons. I know they have Kamara. I know they have Cook. I know that Traycon Smith come in and play, and they signed Emmanuel Sanders. But, like, when's the last time Drew has not had Michael Thomas – to say, hey, you know, I don't have my arm strength as much anymore, but I have Michael Thomas. He targets him like a thousand times a season. So now that that comfortability net is gone away from home, they're going to have to maybe run a bit different scheme of an offense. And I, I think the Raiders are coming off of a big road win at Carolina. They scored a lot of points. Josh Jacobs looks as advertised. And Henry Ruggs was featured a lot. And I think people sleep on Carr. I don't think he's an elite quarterback by any means. I do think he's a – a serviceable NFL quarterback who can throw the ball a little bit, has some weapons, can hand it off. And I'm going to take Vegas here. I think without Michael Thomas, we'll say their defense can play a little bit better than last week, but I'll trust, uh, I'll trust Chucky Gruden first time in the new stadium and I'll, I'll go with the Vegas boys. 
Yeah, I, I think the Saints' defense just showed more than, than their offense did versus Tampa Bay. I mean, they yeah. played very well against the Bucs. Like, the defense for the Saints, and I'm just looking at their roster again just for the hell of it. Very, yeah. It's very scary. And, and yeah, I, yeah, I know I was kind of – I wasn't like – I wasn't down on Tampa Bay. I know that I was against them last week, but it's they still it's still Tom Brady. It's still, you know, Gronk, Mike Evans, Godwin. Like, they still had the pieces. They didn't play good, but, like, the Saints – I think the Saints defense, like, shutting, like, absolutely shutting them down, I think show more than whatever, like, what you want to say about Breeze. So, that's, I, I'm, I'm picking this game for the Saints defense to contain Carr and just limit whatever he can do, which is not much, but it's enough to win games at some points. But uh, I think I think New Orleans is uh, – I think New Orleans in this game. But I, I, think, I think it'll be close. I really do. I don't think – if they have Mike Thomas, blow up. But if not, I guess, yeah, they look in offense. But – I don't think that'll do. That's all we got today, everybody. Week two, Pump is here. Honestly, man, you know, you know that cliche saying of like, oh, there's no place I'd rather be. It's I'm glad that this is my birthday because there really is no genuinely place I'd rather be than talking football with Joey Coffee on a Wednesday <laughs> evening. When there's frankly nothing else to do during this pandemic aside from watch some baseball or go take a walk or go spend definitely not a bad day this has been a delight joey boy uh we will be recording this week's Let's, podcast you want to go back through it real fast and just recap the picks yeah, yeah sure we get out of here. really quick recap and we'll post them on social like we were doing last week cincinnati cleveland we are both on cleveland jacksonville tennessee coffee's on jacksonville meatballs on tennessee Chicago at home versus the Giants. Coffee on the Giants. I will be on Chicago. Atlanta at Dallas. Joey on Atlanta. I am on Dallas. Denver and Pittsburgh. Both of us on Pittsburgh. Minnesota at Indy. Joey's on Indy. Frankie on Minnesota. Carolina at Tampa. We are both on Tampa. Buffalo at Miami. Both on Buffalo. San Fran at the Jets. Both on San Fran. Rams and Philly, we are split. I'll have the Rams coffee on his Philly boys. God bless him. Uh, Detroit at Green Bay, we will both take the pack. Similarly with Arizona at home against Washington, we are both on the Cardinals, both on Baltimore at Houston, both on Kansas City at the Chargers, both on Seattle at home against New England. And then to end the Monday night cap, Joey's going with the Saints, and I'm going to go with the Vegas Raiders. That's all we got. Lock it in. Everybody enjoy their Thursday night football, and we will see everyone on the normal episode, episode 21 of the Sunday Sauce. See ya.